The Pixel Hearts would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where each member has recorded this episode. The Gadigal people of the Aura Nation, the Wadawarung, the Bunurong, and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The team would like to pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and recognise the sovereignty was never ceded. This continent always was and always will be Aboriginal land. This episode of Pixel Hearts features content that might be distressing for some listeners. We recommend checking the show notes for trigger warnings and resources around this subject matter. Welcome to the Pixel Hearts. My name is Cameron, and I think that I could win in a fight against Baby Mario. Hi, I'm Dr. Marlian, but I'm not a real doctor, but I am a real, (laughs) I am an actual, but I live like a butt. Uh, I I am Taya. I, I am neither a, a doctor uh, nor a butt, uh, and uh, I I am the reason that we have to do this intro again. Uh, so hopefully we don't fuck it up this time. <laughs> I I am Ella. I am not a butt, but I do have a butt, and I have completely betrayed nerd culture later in life by becoming a massive jock slash himbo kind of person. So sorry, team. Still accept you. Still love. Still love our hippos. As you are. And we are a team of romantic gamers who want to help you achieve a play of the game in your love life. And this week on the show, we're talking about when things might start, you know, winding up in a relationship and how can we tell. Um, And to help us with that, we have this question from one of our listeners. Hey, Pixel Hearts. How can you tell when shared interests aren't enough to sustain a relationship? So that's uh, an interesting one. So in our last episode, we talked about like if you need shared interests to start a relationship and it reaches a point where maybe sometimes the only thing that's keeping you guys together is a shared interest. I've always, you hear the horror stories of people who bought tickets to a festival together and then it all went south, but they still have the tickets together so they <laughs> have to still go. Um, or like, Europe I, trips. That sounds awful to me, but like... At what point is the fact that we both play the same games and love the same movies no longer enough to sustain a relationship? Does anyone have any any uh, history on that? <laughs> yes. Oh, that oh, sounds loaded. <laughs> Indeed. So I won't go into like too much detail, and I just want to have a really soft trigger warning for just like very toxic slash abusive relationships here. Though I'm not going to get into the weeds too much. Um, but I was with someone for like five and a half years and we shared a lot of the same interests and we also then started to share the same industry, which is a really difficult situation to manage. And I think that we probably stayed together too long also because of those shared interests and the shared industry, which is game development. And I think that there's a lot to be said for being afraid to leave relationships that are no longer healthy or that you're not happy in because a lot of the time when you do share interests, or in my case also industries, you build a community of friends and a network of people that you share very intimately. And it can be very hard and scary to leave those situations even if the relationship is no longer serving one of you or both of you because you're also afraid of what that's going to mean moving forward with your own support networks And even, in my case, with potential job opportunities down the line. 
So you have to be pretty careful with this stuff and you have to sort of look at it from all sides. But my main advice, which I'm sure will be echoed, is that shared interests aren't enough to sustain a relationship and shouldn't be the main reason that you stay, even if they can impact how you leave or why you might be very reluctant to leave even more so than in other situations. But at the end of the day, you have to be happy and you have to prioritise your happiness and you have to prioritise your safety is what I would definitely say towards this question. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, even setting aside, you know, something more extreme like uh, toxicity of that sort in a relationship, um, you could definitely, I mean, look, if you're just not vibing, um, you know, you can ask, what is it that I'm getting out of this relationship? If it's not romance, is there something else? Is it something that we're both happy with? Are we better off as friends? Are we better off as roommates? Um, You know, it's, yeah, you can always change your relationship it doesn't always have to be romantic and and maybe you do fit better as something different but obviously in the case of toxicity just get out of there yeah and i guess on that um like it is a choice to be in a relationship unless it's abusive and those control power dynamics are already there right that's a difficult thing but if as taya kind of was expanding this discussion on if that's not part of the dynamic that's happening with you you know after 10 years romance kind of peters out anyway right so it's kind of thinking about what you were in the relationship for to begin with and you know you could re-spark that right like there's ways to re-spark that romance but I think it's really important to have shared values right and actually that you care about each other And, you know, that can be in different ways, but maybe also if it's something of, well, the romance is, well, the the sexiness has kind of lost its spark. It is a choice to make that commitment. And if you want to work on that together and be together still because you enjoy each other's company and shared interest was a thing that pulled you together. Yeah. Honestly, like what you need to do is just Marie Kondo your partner. Just take them, (laughs) (laughs) fold them up and hold them in your hands and go... Mm, do you still bring me joy? But like, I think <laughs> the thing is, like, if there's this risk, right? If your interest is something you love so much and the only thing you have with this person is shared interests and then there's a negativity that is being kind of born from kind of a resentment towards a relationship no longer existing in the way that you wanted it to, you run the risk of then having that resentment and that negative energy about that relationship pour into your interest, So you can risk, like gaming can uh, essentially become a space that you no longer enjoy because you tie it from this negative relationship you're in to your interest because it was the one thing you would do together. So it's always really risky to tie those two things together. I think it's also worth noting that over the span of a relationship, you can change so much. Both individuals or however many individuals are in a relationship will grow and change over time. And if all that's keeping you together is an interest versus your values, because as we traverse through life, our values change, our goals in life change, our paths change. I feel like the interest is a lot less important than being aligned on your values and your goals, because if those become very divergent, then it's very hard to maintain a relationship based around an interest as opposed to shared values and where you want your lives to go and what kind of future you want to build together and if your values aren't aligned 
there is nothing wrong with ending a relationship or making a relationship change in its nature to a friendship if you want to keep someone in your life or if you just want to completely let go of something because it's not working or it's bringing misery into your life. There's nothing wrong with doing those things. You just have to ask yourself why you're wanting to sort of like change your relationship status potentially and what your values are and if they align with your purpose. Yeah, like we can think about interests in so many different ways, right? Usually when we talk about shared interests, it's one particular thing as hobbies. But actually, you know, we've talked about values and how many different values we can kind of expand from that and how interests could be we both love gaming, but actually, you know, all these other interests too, right? Like everyone has a billion different interests, different values. These are important. I think there's a lot more if we're just thinking about like a really narrow definition of shared interests as hobbies, there's so much more to a relationship than that, right? And, you know, that's why it's like you have friends who have shared interests. There's something else with a relationship where you've got that commitment to be together, to enjoy each other's time, to be around each other, different languages of love, whatever that might be, open communication, wanting to be on the same page, wanting to be a team, wanting to be each other's cheerleaders, and wanting kind of, I guess, a lot of the th same things in life, right? Yeah. And I mean, oh, sorry, I'm just going to jump in quick and, and say, look, you know, it's it's also fine to have a, a relationship or a dynamic that's pretty one note. Uh, I believe that's uh, the shtick with fuck buddies, if, uh, if someone wants to correct me. Um, but yeah, you know, it just means that if you want something that's a bit more intimate, then you are going to have to put in the effort to grow those other areas um, and, and yeah, align values, make sure that you're sort of clicking in that direction as well. Um, but also if there's just something about the dynamic that really works and it's, it's worth saving, it's worth keeping, it's worth maintaining, then why not just have it be the only dynamic? You don't have to attach other, other expectations of what a uh, relationship is meant to be. And if you want to attach those expectations and that's like what you want, that's also okay. But if you're not going to get it from the specific relationship you're in, you may have to go elsewhere to find that and be comfortable with the fact that those are your needs and your wants and that you need to then make decisions based on like what you want from a situation. And I do want to say that it is always okay to prioritize your own happiness and I think that that's an extremely important thing to think about here and that if you're happier in that relationship and it's all working fantastic if you need other things it's worth talking to that person about or if need be pursuing them on your own but you need to really look after yourself um, just in life in general yeah I think there's this idea like with a relationship there is so much of yourself that you're giving over to the other person and so it is so much about you putting this other person first but the most important thing in a relationship is that honestly you should still be coming first like you should still be the person that you are you know making sure is okay in this relationship it is a give and a take of two people but if you're not happy I've been in a relationship where I wasn't happy and I stuck around though because I felt the other person needed me and it was a bad time to break up with them and like if I broke up with them then they would already had so many things go south for them in their life recently and it was a bad time to do this to them and they couldn't take it and it fested and it got worse and worse until it reached a breaking point that I had to be like this isn't working I can't do this anymore like and it ended in the most awful way and I hated that I let it build to that 
So if you're not happy, you do need to end it because if you're not happy, that's then going to go on to the other person, regardless of if you both love playing Minecraft together. Right? Yeah. I, I think, like, very specifically answering the part of how can you tell when, right? What are the kind of signs that help you decide if you want to stay or leave and break up, whatever that might look like, right? I would say something really important is if you feel like you can't talk to your partner about something anymore. If you can, then you can try working on it. But if you can't, I think that's the how can you tell moment. That's huge. I think there's two other really good points of how you can tell. And communication is a huge part of that because communication can break down in unexpected ways at unexpected times in relationships. But I think two other metrics which, when combined with communication, really, really help is, one, do I see a future with this person? Can I see them being in my life in this capacity for a long period of time? What's that going to look like? Like, are we aligned on all of those sorts of things. And now that I've said one, I've forgotten what the second one was, but I'll remember and get back to you on that. Because, yeah, communication, um, where you see your future, I think are both really important parts of knowing when it's time to pursue something or potentially let something go. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to if there's no joy or happiness in the time you're spending with this person, all the shared interests in the world aren't going to salvage that kind of feeling and you're going to continue to kind of feel those negative feelings regardless of if you both enjoy the same things and you'll you know want the same things out of it um i hope that's helped uh it's a really tricky conversation and i think the ending of relationships is always going to be very difficult um but communication is always key in those areas um until next week that's all the time we've got for today um, for all of our links and uh, if you need the pixel hearts to help troubleshoot your love life head to our link tree in the show notes Uh, but until next time guys be kind to each other